No, you can't save I'm mad enough. Smoking hella weed, I'm on the alcohol. Shot it, lick me clean away. She smoked me off. I keep two in my bed, I got them turning up. What would you do if you heard I got it going on? I had to burn, I left skirmers, I had to deal. Gotta watch for 12, around my town, you might get killed. I'm on my mind, yeah, I'm high by the rim. You copy lie, boy, I got it all on film. You gotta watch out where you rock it, get real. Drink too real, I can't be fake, don't know the feel. Gotta take a long drive up the hill. Gang too heavy, move like Navy Seals. I'm too heavy, think I need a live. Chicago, baby, she just wanna drill. The vibe's too heavy, it's too hard to kill. Gotta watch out where you go, cause you get real. FM WBAI in the NY. Welcome to all the Night Owls to another installation, another episode. Intellectual ignorance for your mind one time. Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's the one, the only Trinidadian Panamanian Poppy Rude Boy Top Gunner Thought Boy Summer himself, aka your back-to-back NBA champion, coming soon. Giovanni Anglin, what's going on, people? Yo, what's going on, folks? It's Bashanissa, aka Nick's Game Two, baby. Let's go. Tight coming series. Queens. Coming out from Queens. Gio is in Brooklyn. What's good, people? What is good? And once again, thank you so much for tuning in and. Before we get this show underway, of course, we'd like to welcome all of our YouTube viewers that are viewing this right now on YouTube. Please give us a like. Please leave a comment. Share this video. Hey, Gio, just to let you know, I don't post a full video on YouTube. I do strictly clips now. So you don't have to say. Oh. You don't have to do the intro. I got used to it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I did it twice. My computer can handle it. We're only doing clips. We're a clips channel. Well, if y'all enjoying the clips, you know, just slap a bell or, you know, whatever. Well, welcome everyone that is listening to the podcast version as well. Please, if you are listening to this as a podcast, go ahead and give us a follow, hit us with a like, share it with other people. This podcast is available for all podcasting platforms such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Audible, Pandora, 
yeah. all the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. All the Weezer, I believe, too. At the end of the day, I feel like one company is just going to buy them all. Then we all have to like have a subscription to listen to podcasts. There are certain podcasts now that do require a subscription, like the Dave Chappelle one. When it's Dave oh, Chappelle you have to pay and, for that? Yeah, and Blackstar, hell yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I do want to listen to Mo's Def because I haven't heard him talk in a very long time. Well, Tom Def Qualese. is gone. Um, Tom, Tom, I'd like to Tom hear Qualese Yassin just, Bey. Yeah, Tom Qualese is just, you know, weird. But Dave Chappelle is pretty cool to talk to. So, <laughs> Why do you keep calling Talib Kweli weird, man? What did he do? You weren't paying attention. Like, no. he uh, harassed a woman on Twitter. Like, just constantly, just, like, they had an argument, and he would constantly, like, badger her for, like, a, over a month. The porn that's star? That's why he's banned on on uh, on Twitter. Wait, Talib Kweli's banned on Twitter? You're, where have you been? This has been over a year since all this happened. Listen, man, I don't care about Talib Kweli news. I don't care about Talib lyrics stick to your rib. Well, it's not about the news. He's still a hip-hop icon. Like, he's still very important. But what's interesting is that he has this political platform podcast that he's been doing on uh, YouTube for a while. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's still it's still popular. He but... gives it up on, on there, I'm assuming? Huh? He gives it up on there, I'm assuming. I'm, I'm assuming that he's very unfiltered, unadulterated. He's 100% equivocally himself, I'm assuming. He's regular. He's regular. He has a whole plan, but uh, I don't really listen to it. I think the only episode I saw was when he did uh, when he did the interview with JPEG Mafia. But yeah, that's come on, man. But I didn't know you had to pay for that podcast, and I yeah, don't know what they're going to talk about. It's like if they're going to talk about old like '90s stuff, that sounds that sounds fun. But if they're going to talk about like politics today, I don't want to hear it. Well, you know, Dave is a political guy. He has political comments, but he's not political. That's well, he has political commentary then, yeah. right? Yeah, he's not that political. Oh, okay. Well, he has his takes, which is reasonable. He has, like, you know, realistic human being. You you know, you think this up, but he says it in a certain way, so you feel like he's right. Sometimes, most times, he's not. I don't think, yeah, but I don't think when he has his commentary, I don't think he wants to be right or wrong. I think he's just giving his views with a lot of it. Which is nothing wrong with it. Yeah, me. nothing is wrong with it. But in this day and age, especially how information is spread from one group to the other, people tend to look up to not even author authorities, you know, just popular people. So when you have your statements or whatever, they might, you know, if you're not thinking for yourself, and some people are okay with not thinking for themselves, mm -hmm. they're more just waiting for ideas to come on the plate and they kind of eat off the table. So if they hear Dave Chappelle say, and the way he says it, it sounds very convincing they might just regurgitate it in their arguments or conversations at the barbershop or with their friends. Unfortunately, I, I've been thinking a lot of, about that in, in the fact that I think that's some of the, the things that just come with fame and notoriety is that you have this unwilling responsibility to that, that people actually just look up to you and they see you as a role model. Even if you want it or not, you know, you have that that's going to just be tacked onto you. And people are going to um, either care about whatever your feelings are to, towards different topics or not care. I think that's a, that's a thing that's just going to happen. It just comes with the game.
you know. So what I've been doing is I've been scraping through my Twitters, making sure that everything is good because I don't want some weirdo to go back 10 years and say, oh, Geo said this 15 years ago and we're going to try and cancel him for it. So I've been well, scraping my, my Twitter for that. Well, for me, I didn't use Twitter until maybe like halfway through college. But by, by then I was ready like, I understood the purpose of social media, like t- talking. But even farther back, let's say 2010, 2009. When Twitter was wild back not then. Even when t- yeah, Twitter was wild back then. It's a whole different uh, game because yeah. back then people used to make crazy outlandish tweets so it could land them that writing job at like you know SNL or NBC right. or whatever. I joined Twitter this- March 2013, so that was when things were still outlandish, I'd like to say. Or that was when, that was when a lot of... Um, a lot of comedy, a lot of humor, a lot of jokes were were taken a bit to to the edge. Sometimes, you know, this is this is this is the comedian, this is the joke, and the ledge is just right there. We're on the tip of it. We're getting ready to to fall off of it. We always we really like to push the envelope back then. Yeah, I, and it was kind of like a resume. So if your if your Twitter had a lot of like stars at the time, I think it was stars. It wasn't likes yet. I don't think so. I don't. Um, I forgot what it was, but anyways, if um if you had a lot of support, that's when it's like, oh okay, this person's funny. Let's bring him to the writers' room. But nowadays, it's like, yeah, you can still be funny, but it's like, don't be lame. Yeah, I right? agree. That, that, that's the kind of the thing that's going on right now. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, but also I I do think, um, on on Twitter world at least, I feel like everyone has a turn of of saying something or doing something or something coming up where where it's either X amount of years ago that, that comes up and, and people take offense of it or people take offense of certain things that shouldn't be even offensive. I just feel like in this day and age, sometimes people just get offensive just for the moment and then by like two weeks, they're not even going to care. Well, that's my advice. It's like if you said something in like 2013 and it's been such a long time ago, the best thing to do is not even talk about it. It's like don't even answer it. Especially if you apologize for it like years ago. It's like, well, someone's going to bring it up every time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If, if you comment on it, then people are going to bring it up. It's like uh, you kind of uh, you bring it out to show. Mm-hmm. It's like now people really know because you, you, you're doing your best to hide it. But if you don't say anything, just continue going. It's like no one's going to talk about it. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah. But it's about like what you currently do. That's why I have a problem with... Uh, we kind of spoke about Stacey Dash a couple of weeks ago. We did. About how she apologized for her insane comments that she said like during the 2010s and uh, late uh, 2000s because she got very, very uh, not Republican. You know, she had a very conservative point of view. Yeah, right wing. Yeah, and, and I believe Fox hired her too. Yeah, and I, was, and I kind of told you this. It's like it doesn't matter that you want to apologize. Like if you're coming to flip coins i'm perfectly fine with you saying i used to think this way but i think this way now but if you're completely saying like oh i'm no longer political i'm gonna stop talking now i just think you just you know you just want to stop talking because your bag is messed up that's exactly the that's i agree with you there bash in in that scenario because you know you have those certain figures such as amarosa and stacy dash who sort of you know where Amarosa got fired, or she got released from her duties in the Trump cabinet, and then when Stacey Dash got relieved of, of working Fox, I feel like they 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 always try and just run back to the black community, 
because they know we put them on first. Okay, Stacy Dash was on the was on the cover of the Black Magazine, cheeked out. Okay, let's never forget that. All right, we love Stacy Dash. She was in the Kanye video for crying out loud. All right, we yeah. love Stacy so, Dash. <laughs> so I think so. Stacy Dash is a, just a great example. It's like what you could do and you shouldn't do. And like if you're going the opposite direction, you have to kind of show proof that you know or that you're doing the research. So if you had this point of view uh, in the past, it's like now this is my point of view because I have much more information than yeah. I did back then. But and I think that's the perfectly timing, fine. But I think the timing of when she came out with that statement of, oh, you know, I apologize, blah, 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 blah. I think yeah. I think it's it's very opportunistic because this happened right after her getting fired from Fox or her getting released from Fox. Same with Amorosa with her with her book to expose Trump and all the stuff that he said while he was in off while he's in office and blah 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 blah. I think a lot of that stuff can be very opportunistic and I don't think it's very genuine coming from them. And especially with Stacey Dash, because again, we really liked Stacey Dash. I tried I was about to I was thinking and contemplating on the fact that there's a Stacey da Dash jersey auto and urban outfitters that i really wanted to buy but then again i had to think it's stacy dash okay it's stacy dash yeah and that's the best that way attention. to look at it <laughs> yeah yeah that's the best way to look at it yeah man so how, the whole amorosa how you, thing was weird yeah uh, bro, amorosa thing was just wild because she started going back to all the black media like yeah i came out with this book this expose book about trump and blah 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 and this is what my experience was like when i was in the cabinet and this is what he used to say about black people but then after all didn't she win the apprentice that's how she got her fame right she won a season of the apprentice she became donald trump's apprentice she was with donald trump for for a hot minute now for for like at least a decade i want to say it's 2021 and after all of that she wanted to come out with her expose because they got rid of her i don't like that i was wondering if maybe she wasn't getting paid well <laughs> mm. because if you're getting millions under that era because you said her um from the tv shows like ah but i get it i get it you know she's looking out for herself I get it. It's a business move. It's a, yeah. In this day and age, some some business moves are to flop. And um, just kind of go back to answer your question. I'm doing I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. Chilling. Mm -hmm. uh, I recently got a new phone for uh, a second phone for work and stuff. Welcome back, Fashion. It's been great. It's great to I, have you back. And I recently got an iPhone because it's kind of good to have like the Android and it's good to have the Apple. So, I have the new iPhone 12 and it's just, it's interesting. It's a beautiful device. I, I haven't had an iPhone since iPhone 6. Yes. Since 2013, I believe. And that's the whole six generations of iPhones. Man, no, maybe five generations because we didn't have the iPhone 9, right? No, there was no iPhone 9. It just went to, to iPhone X. So iPhone, exactly. It was like the 10th anniversary of iPhone. So they came out with iPhone X instead of the iPhone 9. Yeah, so many generations, many iterations later, I finally got one, and I'm 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 enjoying it. It's a really really good phone. It's cool. I like the edges because, like I said, it reminds me of iPhone five. That's kind of the old style they went back to. Yeah, and I'm surprised how clear it is because it doesn't have the same technology that most Android phones have today with the OLED screen, so it's able to pitch perfect black. Sadly, it doesn't have like 90 hertz, so my scrolling still looks a little bit laggy compared to my other phone. But mm -hmm. I turned it off my other phone because the battery was just killing it. 
Um, battery life is fine. Wireless charging is cool. My other phone does not have wireless charging, so it's kind of fun to see how it works. Yeah, my XR doesn't have wireless charging. I think this was the last generation of iPhone where it didn't have the wireless charging, but from 11 onward, it has yeah. wireless charging. Same thing for my uh, OnePlus. Like, I think OnePlus 8, the next one, mm -hmm. they had the whole uh, wireless charging. Now, I always thought wireless charging was stupid, but it's only stupid if you're always out. But if you're like home, work from home, wireless charging is just fine because you just leave your phone there. It's perfect. Well, I figured that would be the the opportune time for you to have wireless charging or to use wireless charging. Just put it down um, wherever and continue about whatever you're doing at home. I never thought about wireless charging when you're outside. I always thought when you're outside, um, some people would have the, uh, you know, the bricks, the, the, the charging bricks, or they'll have um, a, a case, a charging case. That's what I think people would have rather than a wireless charger with them. I think, and I'm from the hood too, so I figured like people would steal it. That's just me. Well, you kind of have to think about what is evolving with the phone, right? The phone's pretty much tapped out. It's really hard to see like the next level. You're going to slightly change the design from round edges to sharp edges, no, right? they're just going to change the chip again, update the chip. Exactly, and the chip, that's all they could do. I'm talking about like the designs. Like the phone is pretty much tapped out. Eight twenty-five chips. We we can't do anything else. The phone is like the best it could ever be. It's a working laptop. You know, at one point in time, I had the iPad and my phone, and I used my phone for everything because there was no point for me to use the iPad. Yeah, now I, I can use the iPad for like watching streams and YouTube videos. Yeah, but man, I, I just... told you because I remember when you were so set on just getting the iPad. I'm like, bro, you you really don't need it anymore. Now I'm fine. Now I have like a lot of use for it, but it's more of our of an entertainment side, um, and design and stuff because it comes with cool apps. But now with the iPhone, but they're not connected. <laughs> I, I decided not to jump into the ecosystem oh, and have right. all my stuff connected. Right. You know, to keep it safe, to keep it distance. You know, we're friends, but you know, not really we're colleagues. I respect it. Yeah, I respect it. And, and I respect my iPhone that position. Colleagues. I re and I respect that decision because I was I was going to ask you where you going to connect everything, but I think it's good to have those two things separated: your your work life and then your your personal stuff. Yeah, because um, yeah, my iPad is connected to my stuff, and my phone's connected to my other stuff, so it's pretty interesting. But one thing I'm not really reviewing the phone. It's a good phone, you know. I'm not. I don't buy phones often for me to give like, oh, you know, would you buy this phone? Yeah, I would. But headphones, I'm huge on headphones. I'm currently rocking these Moonlights from Amazon. It was like a hundred bucks um, studio ear, ear, earphones and they're okay. I, I hate them. But I bought the new uh, Air Max, the Air Max. IPod, AirPods. AirPods Max or you, Pros. AirPod Pro. So the these second are the AirPod generation. Pros, the, yeah, the okay. second generation, third generation AirPod Pros. The Maxes are the headphones that are just like over, overpriced and ugly. Yeah, I think those are like two hundred, right? Three hundred. Three. You're like two ninety nine. Know how they get you. Um, True. So those AirPods are really good. And my first time having AirPods, I do remember the shape because when I did have the iPhone, the regular plug headphones were shaped that way and people mm -hmm. were complaining but the thing is i have smaller ears so it was it fit perfect for me so to finally have headphones that kind of just fit my ear perfectly i was like wow it's pretty cool but i had the sony like 1000 mxr3 
MX3. I forgot what it's called. And these headphones like sucked. Like they sound great with music. Mm-hmm. But if I'm having a phone call conversation, people say I sound like I'm in the cave or like Chicago because like you can hear the wind and everything. Oh, okay. So yeah. imagine talking to like a client and and it's like, yo, man, I can't hear. Like I want to have this conversation, but I just can't hear you. Then you kind of have to take this hot brick yeah, and, and put it on your face. It. Yep. And I was like, no, I can't do this. So yeah, spend the extra bucks for the headphones. Totally worth it. But only, but I call, I talk a lot on the phone. Mm-hmm. So only worth it. And yeah. that was kind of my quick review as someone that hasn't had Apple products besides laptop and iPad for the past eight years. Yeah. For, <laughs> for the, for the remainder of the decade, you didn't have any sort of iPhone or anything. So it's good to have you back. Welcome back to the Apple family. Still not back officially you know you i'm keeping a distance like i said my phone is my colleague <laughs> it's for work i'm sure you messed around with the camera friend. though the camera is great yeah, um, of course he messed around with the camera it's the best way to describe the camera it's it the colors are much brighter so i think the picture is better than real life <laughs> hey well you know when it comes to cameras now the filters are everything the way yeah. we edit them, photos, those are everything because everything is now Instagrammable. People want to post up the best pictures on Instagram to get the most follows and get the most likes. So these companies now have to find out, figure out ways to to have as much light as possible, especially during dark days or dark nights like this right now. That's mm-hmm. why you have night vision, night mode, and, and all that stuff too. And then you have the, the wide, extra wide lenses now so hey pretty soon we're gonna have four lenses i bet you it's pretty interesting you brought it up with cameras because um something i had a discussion with a friend long time ago is how instagram changed how to take photos they did now like the polaroid was one thing the the film camera that you take and bring it to um cbs for them to develop it for two weeks like Mm -hmm. that was another era yeah. Right. And then Polaroid, that, their peak was because of Outcast. Shout out to Outcast. Multiple Outcasts. peaks. When they first came, mid, middle, back again. You know, now Polaroid should just use as like something. If you're, if if you're, you're nice to taking photos, cop a Polaroid. But they're expensive. And the if you're a hipster. I mean, well, yeah, hipster, sure. I'm talking about Urban it, Outfitter hipsters. Hey, they're the only ones that sell it at an affordable rate compared to like if you buy like an old one on Craigslist. And I looked into it, but Instagram has changed the idea of like what is a perfect picture because uh, in terms of like photography theory, right? Uh, I took photography uh, in college. And if you want to like have a centered person, right? That's kind of like the best picture or if they're angled to the left and right. So when you look at these Instagram pictures and how people kind of post their, their, their face or their body, it's like it's perfectly centered at most times. Of course, you could change it up if you want to, but you kind of have to work with uh, just how the the phone works. Because now in Instagram, you could do different settings. So you could do wide or square. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty interesting how like people now are kind of... You can have the amateur photographer still be at the same level as a professional. Absolutely. They won't be able to do like weddings or anything, but they, they, they can take those shots. And when you take those pictures and put them on Instagram, 
Instagram has all of these ed editable features now and filters you can put on top of yourself as well to enhance your photo. Bro, I took a picture and there was this filter that changed the color of your eyes. You know how dangerous that was? Yeah, I saw that and you posted it everywhere. I did post it. I was like, holy crap, Instagram. So the face filters is completely different from the old filters because I don't think anybody really changes the color no. of, their, uh, of their pictures. I think like, no. real life Hell no. is just better. Back then, niggas just... was just rocking Valencia. That was it. That was it on IG <laughs> back then. Sunset. Sunset. <laughs> that was it. Either Valencia or Sunset. But now, shoot, you can add whatever the hell your heart desires on Instagram because there's this, there's this feature where you can... Put in your own filter. There's people making Instagram filters now. That's what they do. And it's great. You know, you're adding more content for people to use. So you have more reason to use it. Of course, it's you could joke about though. how Snapchat did it first. But Instagram did it better. Yeah, Instagram did it better. And when Zuckerberg met with Snapchat and said, hey, we're going to we would like to buy snapchat for like a billion dollars i don't know if you remember that and the dude from snapchat said no that's when everything changed zuckerberg was like all right and that's why we have all the ig stories ig videos ig snap ig filters i that's why we have all of it yeah I all still because think snapchat said no and i still think instagram uh stories are the best oh they are I, I hated them at first, but now I get it. Uh, a theory, like for you marketers out there just trying to like blow up on Instagram, uh, one thing you probably hate is when a when a person posts a picture and then they also say new posts in their story. And they have to do that now because of the algorithm because not everybody could because we can't see the same uh, pictures at the same time unless we like the same person. So like if you like NBA. And if I like a lot of like the Knicks or the highlight stuff, I can only see the Knicks and the highlight stuff. They're not going to show me all the other NBA posts because NBA posts a lot, like maybe like five or six times an hour. But you don't see that on your Instagram yeah, because they, they kind of figure it's the, the algorithm. So anytime we see like, oh, you know, check out my new posts. It's like, why, why you show this? I will eventually see it maybe two days from now, which happens all the time for me. Yeah, that is true. And I'm like sure I'm, that they schedule posts too. They use some platform where you can schedule posts and all that stuff too. Yeah, you know it's kind of great. Like from example, I think I cap, I put two two together from like FKA Twigs. You know, I'm a big fan of her, but there's a point where I just you know I just don't like things on Instagram. I kind of just scroll like, oh, this is cool, and I scroll through, and she said like new posts, and I'm like, she posted this two days ago. And I never saw it. I'm always on Instagram. So it's kind of like the algorithm. So, you know, that's why you they kind of want you to start liking yeah. stuff again. It's like, I, I don't care to like stuff. I just like, oh, cool. You know, it's like Reddit. You know, it's great. If it's awesome, oh, Reddit you is give great. it a thumbs up. Uh, my favorite things to do is just go on Reddit and just read stories of just people in these effed up situations. I remember I saw this one Reddit where this dude ate his foot. Like he, he was an amputee and he asked to keep his foot and he kept his foot and he kept his foot in the freezer and like he cooked his foot as a taco and he shared his foot with his friends. It was crazy. There was pictures and everything. It was very that's, graphic. That's scary. It is scary, but that's some of the stuff you find on Reddit, bro. It, that I is think my, a lot of the my, stuff you find on, on Reddit. 
my favorite messed up thread is um choosing beggars um so choosing beggars to talk about like you know people that will ask for freemium stuff even though you kind of make sure that you have like a paid service like let's say you're an artist and you do paintings okay portrait paintings for two hundred dollars right mm-hmm. and they said hey can i get this point to pr- can I get this portrait painting for free? It's like, no, it's $200. I listed it as $200. It takes time. You know, it's going to take you know two weeks for me to do it. And then, no, like, then kind of distance. Like, you know, my son is this really, come on, it's for my son's birthday. Give it to me oh. for free. So that's kind of the concept of choosing beggars, people that whine in order to get things they want. Oh, see, I was thinking of, because there is, like, upcoming influence influencers that do this a lot like they'll try and um contact a a a person or a company and ask for free things and Mm -hmm. sometimes those companies and people say no and then that influencer would feel some type of way and post about them and all that stuff so i was thinking about that because that's a new trend i don't know if you if you know about this i don't even know if people know about that where a lot of these up and come up and coming influencers will beg for free stuff and feel entitled that that they um, deserve this free stuff. Like go like ask the restaurant like asking restaurant owners to like eat for free while you have like twenty followers. And no, no, that's not how this works. Even yeah, if you're even, I agree. even if you're David Dobrik, I don't care, fam. Like so, I agree. It's, that's not how it works. The concept is there. Like if the restaurant invites you to do like a quick thirty second ad for their instagram they should give you free food no you're, right. you're doing the ad if they approach you though if they approach you yes. but if let's say you oh, you can write a plan for them too it's like hey i could do this for you you know i have this that's called like you know a business plan you kind of show them it's like hey if you you know fund me i could do this and you see your growth by x exactly. amount exactly they say no so thank you for your service uh reach out to me anytime and then you you know you blow up and they'll eventually hit back you it happens back, all but. the time you know how many people that are listening? You know how many people are in companies approach us for like energy drinks and just weird stuff like that, and we always go, "Well, we just ignore it." Because I think that's the a ball thing. washing <laughs> has been uh, coming up a lot more, and I've seen that on like Twitch, so I, I'm aware of it. And I'm yeah, like, oh, this is weird. Very weird, man. Very weird. I think it's like thirty-five dollars for every person that clicks the link that's just an idea of mm. one of them okay it's like oh that sounds like you know, it was good but it's like i don't know i'm not selling this product true <laughs> we'll see when we get on bash i know we've had this conversation before but i really would like a, a like a mcdonald's meal because i don't know if you've seen this but did you check out the new bts mcdonald's meal that just came out today Nah. I'll let the people know. I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, dudes. All right. So BTS, um, big K-pop group. The crossover appeal has been crazy, all right? I'm sure you've heard of BTS. If you don't, ask one of your grandkids who's into K-pop. Trust me, they'll let you know. So the whole McDonald's celebrity meal thing has been happening. This It's all been happening this year, right? Or did this start last year? It started last year. It started last year. Damn, that was quick already. So the first one was Travis Scott. Second corporate one, Scott. corporate Scott. The second one was Jay Balvin. Now the third one is BTS. So Bastion, check this out. This is the BTS meal. You ready? Mm-hmm. 
10-piece chicken nuggets, medium fries, medium Coke. The only difference is, is the sauce. So apparently there are some McDonald's in South Korea, right? And exclusive to South Korea, they have these two kinds of sauce. They have this sweet chili sauce and they have this Cajun sauce. And so now, now those two sauces are in the BTS meal here in America. That's the only difference. It's basically, it's basically the damn 10 piece with new sauce. That's it. Damn chicken nuggets and the medium poker fries and Cajun sauce. Uh, see, these, I, we discussed this. We did. Please, folks, if you listen to, like, I think it was December when we kind of discussed, like, Corporate Scott. I don't know if he hit them up with the ideas, like, yo, we could do meals together. Or they hit him up they with it first. They had to have hit him up. It's ridiculous. Apparently, start like these ideas happened back in the nineties too. Yeah, with but Michael for them Jordan to bring though. It up, but see, yeah. the Michael Jordan one was different because it was actually something different. You feel me? It was like a bacon cheeseburger. Um, of course, the fries, the drink, but they also came with the toy too. The toys. Yeah, there's they no more toys, toys anymore. anymore. No, they get sued for toys. Because yeah, man, there's no more. It incentivizes kids to eat more McDonald's, and they, that's kind of illegal. I mean. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I used to collect a lot of Happy Meal toys back in the day. I was a vegetarian, so I never had the burgers, so I always had to get, like, the French fries mm. just for the toys. But, you know, McDonald's, we got McDonald's at home. Hindsight, yeah, the McDonald's at home was better. You know, my mom knows I cook good French fries, but still, it's not the same. It, it is so not the same. There's not, there's not, there's no crack in it. There's no get- additives. <laughs> there's no... There's no none of that, bro. Post like either like yo, know, post high school, that's when you kind of like, yeah, McDonald's sucks. Sometimes you might have to either get to like the most affordable thing. I agree. Yes, definitely. And then remember, post high school, that was when we started getting a lot more bougie fast food, like Shake Shack and, and Five Guys and, no, and I Chipotle. Think Chipotle. Chipotle was the thing that kind of woke up everybody. It's like, oh, premium food out there i always tell people like chipotle in 2011 is not the same as uh 2021 hell no i remember the first time i had chipotle it was 2010 i remember this fondly because that was when um teflon don came out this was rick ross 2010 album great album great album one of the best of that decade great cover great cover too great tracks um and yeah i was in baltimore visiting family visiting my cousins and they were like, yo, you want to go to Chipotle? I was like, sure. What the hell is Chipotle? So we went to the Chipotle, right? The burritos were a lot bigger back then. I don't know mm. if it was just me. I don't know if it's just you, Bastion. But the I quesadillas rem- were a lot bigger back then. I remember I everything being a lot bigger, okay? Yeah, and I yeah. remember not being able to finish the burrito in one sitting. That's how big it was back then. Now... Eh, it got smaller to me. It got a bit smaller, and it got a bit more flavorless to me. Yeah, and I'm assuming it's because of the growth of the company. Yes. And yeah, I told my friends that. I was like, um, remember my boy? Shout out to Chris. He always took us to the city. He hey, Chris. The spot. And like Chipotle was the spot. Chipotle you know? like, was the spot. I hate, I hate eating rice outside, so I never got the burritos. But uh, I always got the chicken quesadilla. And I was like, oh, man, this is this is like a top-level quesadilla. And I think the secret is, like, they use three different types of cheeses. So I actually do that right now. 
But I use two cheeses. I use uh, Jack cheese and I use mozzarella. Mix those two together when you're making quesadillas. Good perfect. blend. So, so like I was surprised. Like you can make quesadillas this good, mm. and I didn't know about mixing cheese like a thing. You know, I can't even eat cheese anymore. But yeah, yeah back then, back in the day, it was lit. But now it's just uh, copium. But it's like, what's interesting now about like making these meal packages is that more celebrities could do it. Mm-hmm. So now we're just thinking like what type of celebrities can. And so far, it's pretty much been like musicians. Am I right? Yeah, it's only been musicians. But what I hate, too, is the fact that like I remember when the Travis Scott one came out, all the freaking hype beasts came out for it. And, and it did great numbers. That's what irked me because we've all had this freaking meal before. We've all had McDonald's. They're doing nothing innovative. Like, and and for these meals, they're not bringing back like old stuff too to like sort of switch it up. Like, they're not bringing back a freaking snack. Szechuan sauce. Yeah, Szechuan sauce. They did that once, but we didn't even get the damn Szechuan sauce, Bastion. Because all the hype beasts beat us. I can't remember what era is that. That was like 2016, 2017, I feel. No, we started at the station around that time. Did I feel like the summer. Maybe it was 2018. 2018, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it was our first year, first full year. You're right. WBAI. Yeah, but yeah, all the hype beasts freaking beat us to it. But, you know, if if they want to go down this route, I feel like they should bring back some old stuff for the celebrities to, to say this is their meal. Like, bring back the snack crap or bring back like the, I don't know if you remember, like the Angus burger like bring that back you feel me bring back some old stuff that people liked and say hey this is the celebrity meal for it i think that would be better than just 10 freaking nuggets that we've had already or the people have had already because it's nothing innovative it's nothing new mickey D. nothing new yeah that's true one of them needs to like hold mcdonald's hostage and say like stop forcing your uh your franchise owners to buy that one type of ice cream machine that constantly breaks down. It's like, give them choices, bro. I saw give the ice choices. cream machine that actually worked, bro. I was shocked. It was 34th Street. It was 34th Street and it worked. I was shocked. Like, people were going in for ice cream. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So, yeah, all these corporations and celebrities coming together with packages. Of course, it was like that with clothing. I think clothing collabs are fine i'm always wondered if celebrities actually chose like the colors they wanted or the styles they want or they actually wore it their target line i think they wore it for x amount of months because Mm -hmm. i'm a big fan of like uh tennis and i remember when tennis stars like Djokovic um, worked with uniqlo so when like your tennis and uniqlo you're gonna like that tennis players just gonna wear one type of merch and that's about it but I think he rocked new, new, uh, Uniqlo for like two years, and that's after that he was done. Mm. But I don't, I don't know any tennis stars rocking Uniqlo anymore. No. I feel like they missed out on Osaka because they kind of ended that contract. Where Osaka is in um, Nike, right? Now she's Nike, so and she's killing it. Checks over stripes, man. I don't think Adidas does tennis. No, they do. No, they do. They have the tennis I think shoes. they do international, though. Yeah, and they have the shoes, too. They're more focused on internationals. Yeah, yeah. that, too. That too, definitely. Hey, why don't you like eating rice in public? Are you like a like? Are you a rice Nazi, or are you just like? Are you very judgmental on who create who makes rice? Because um, making rice isn't easy, and it it's really hard to perfect good rice. Are you one of those people that are like, yeah, I don't want to 
have your rice because it could be too hard. It can be too stale. It, it can't be you. You didn't season it properly. So I'm backtrack on that. It's easy to make rice. It's hard to find the right type of rice. You are Haitian. Right? Haitians I'm do Haitian. love their rice. I love rice. I like one style. Black no, rice. No, I like, you know, rice and beans, rice and peas and all that stuff, but one mm-hmm. style of rice. And that's jasmine. Mm. I like jasmine rice. Jasmine okay? sticky? Jasmine. No, I do not like sticky. I like sticky in certain settings, like mm-hmm. Chinese food. Okay. Uh, like authentic Chinese food where they give you a small bowl. cup. Yeah. You know, a small, tiny bowl of rice, sticky. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I hate the texture, but small amounts of it is fine. But when I'm eating my, my rice, I want it to kind of you know break away and fall apart. So never sticky, you know, water completely dry by the time um, you open up the, the lid. Yeah. So the thing about like choosing rice is like my mom will buy this 20 bag rice of uh, jasmine. And I forgot the name of the brand. Maybe it's like Indian something. Is it, it the purple pack? The front. Not the purple pack. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's the one I buy. I get that too. Oh. And that works fine too, but it's not as perfect as the other one. So I was like, mm. really? It's like the same style, but maybe this one used to need less water or more water. I haven't really figured it out with the purple bag that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, damn, that's how it is. But when I go to restaurants, it's brown rice. I hate brown rice. It's like uh, wild rice, not to create about wild rice. And I just don't like their 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 version of um, white rice and beans. It just mm. doesn't taste good when I go to like a Spanish cuisine spot. It's like I can't eat this, bro. I just can't eat the rice. You can't you eat the Spanish sauce. rice. I'm not crazy of putting sauce on top of rice. I like to have a. I like to add sauce on my own. Mm. Right. I'm a separator. Right. Separatist. You're a separatist. <laughs> I'm a separatist. Star Wars <laughs> reference. Yes. Um. So if you're giving me like sauce bowl with like meat inside of it whatever mm-hmm. i would need that on the side because i like to enjoy add my the own rice. so i can enjoy the rice on its own too i add the sauce because some of you know, the rice be dry so you add the sauce with it huh. okay. but you understand it's like i'm re- i, I yeah, understand you, said, you are picky I'm with very, your rice yeah i'm, I'm the rice. exact opposite with it i prefer sticky rice i think it's the best to for me at least but then, of course, if you have fried rice and you have your, your arroz candules and all that, you can get into the Spanish food. Sure, I don't want sticky rice there, but sticky rice for me, sticky jasmine rice is my favorite rice. And I don't mind going to, to different restaurants and getting their rice. Um, specifically, of course, Asian cuisine and, and Spanish cuisine. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, I, I don't want to really get your rice. I'm cool. I'm cool on that. Just give me like mashed potatoes or something yeah i'd rather go for the mashed potatoes over anything over rice because I, it's I hard to I've... mess up mashed potatoes to be honest yeah i think um authentic chinese restaurants is the only time i ever last time i ordered rice or if i'm like at a korean barbecue it's like yo you got you have some rice i got it like eating meat by itself is great but i'm korean yeah. i need some rice with it <laughs> i respect it hey same here shout out to korean barbecue korean barbecue is is amazing it's wonderful I like it personally if I get to cook the food myself. I think I, I, I like that more. What about you, Bastion? Do you like doing no. that or do you want them to cook it for you? Um, Kind of depends, but I'm, I'm, I'm on your side. I'd rather cook it myself because I have time to like talk with the people I'm with. Mm-hmm. And I don't like servers on top of you. Yeah. You know, like Benihama is cool and all. 
but I still don't like servers on top of you. I'd rather get the table and someone just serve it to me. When they squirt the the the, the alcohol, do you, do you open your mouth or no? No, I think I do the shrimp one. Okay, okay. The, the shrimp one was pretty cool. Yeah. Because um, I took my dad there for his birthday mm-hmm. before the pandemic. So, what was it, 2017? 20, no, 2019? Yeah, there we go, 2019. Mm. Sorry, I just couldn't remember post-pandemic. Like, when did this start again? <laughs> this happened. It it initially started like March, like mid March 2020. There you go. So that December 2019 was the last time yeah. I went to a restaurant and had rice. Okay. And it was like a Benny Hama ripoff, but Benny Hama was not a ripoff. So it's just rip. It's Benny just a chain. Someone else off. It's but hibachi, hibachi style. It, there you go. You're right. It's hibachi style. Yeah, My fault. Benny, I, was, I, I almost forgot the yeah, term. Yeah, man. Benihana is just the chain of hibachi, but hibachi, you know, they have their. You have your own mom and pop hibachi spots. Yeah, but I think Benihana is like the supercuts have been. <laughs> oh man, I've talked about supercuts last week. I feel like if you've ever been to a supercuts, first off, if you black, don't ever go to supercuts. I'm sorry. I like, I think it's fair to say that, right, Bashin? It's it's fair to assume that. I think that's more of a uh, a caucasoid uh, sort of establishment because I was with one of my friends. Um, yes, I have white friends, and I was and we w- walked past the supercuts, and she was telling me a story about how she went to supercuts because supercuts is fairly cheap, and they did a good job. And, and I said, "Hey, I'm black. We don't have that luxury. We gotta go to the hood to to go and get our haircuts." So now that I'm I'm applying for this job, Bastion, whenever I, I have to travel and stuff, I gotta. I got to keep in mind of like where the hood is so I can, you know, if I need to touch up or stuff, I can go to the hood, go to the black establishments to get my haircuts. Yeah, it could be a risk. It can be a risk, man. You can't go to these super cuts and all that stuff. I understand this purpose, but it's just you can't do something as neither as skillful as like if it, there's like one type, one style of electrician that you order that you kind of like reach out it's like yeah they're trained but how good are they really exactly and I, how good are they with black hair too yeah so it's like so you know you, i'd rather work with someone that's been doing it like 10 plus years rather Facts. than someone that's two years with the same license it's like mm, you know you, you need some more time three more years under your belt then you can start your own business where <laughs> i agree i agree bro but real quick man because you you were talking about birthdays right and I kept saying that this is a, a special episode because next week, you know, 27 years ago, a real one was born. The man that is Bashanista, Haitian sensation, Haitian boy Bash, Badman, Dunno, Bashan, it's going to be your birthday, Memorial Day. Yeah, on Memorial Day, May 31st, you're going to be 27 years old. So please, if y'all... If, if you support the show, if you love the show, if you love Bashin, please call in. Wish him a happy birthday. 1-212-209-2877. Give some, give some good words for Bashin in his 27th year of life. Three more years and he's going to be 30. Um, Bashin, in your 27 years, what have, what have you learned in, in, in your 27 years of life? Please um, bestow some wisdom. Some wisdom. Well, the only, only wisdom is you shouldn't you should learn how to learn Mm. because you're always building yourself and i think it's easier to understand how to break something down and to master it 
or at least comprehend it rather than just trying to focus on one thing. So if you know how to, so you should learn how to learn. So whenever you need to pick up something, you already have like the prerequisite tools set just for you. Yeah, I think that's one of um, my favorite traits about you is that you are so like, you can just pick up something and just learn it and then just apply it pretty easily. I think that's a dope trait that you have. I won't say easily. I like to say you make it look easy. No, what I do and it's cheating is I will learn a new skill for one purpose, mm -hmm. but I will create that one purpose and multiply it times 10. So I will be able to kind of create multiple ways to learn that skill. So something like video editing, well, I'll learn one style, but do it multiple times. Mm -hmm. So it looks like I'm doing a lot later on, you know, as you're building those same styles, you need to add something to it. You need to add one more thing. That one more thing pretty much like just increases your level by plus one each time. So that's how I do it. I kind of I kind of cheat. Mm. <laughs> and that's the way people well, should do method. it too. It's like that's a good method of, of, of learning. Yeah. No. Learn learn for a purpose. Then after that, you're going to figure out like how to really do it. Like video editing is easier than what it was a year ago because I'm doing it a lot often. True. Like, yeah, you have to do something a lot in order for you to get better at it. I think what Malcolm Gladwell said in order to master something, you have to do complete 10,000 hours of it. I disagree. Oh, I don't <laughs> know whether it's true or not, that, but that's what he said. Oh, no, I read the book. It's Outlier. Yeah, Outliers. Oh, I read that book. Uh, I think most people just come, come to the conclusion that it's all about um, how you learn things and the efficiency that you're learning it at. Because you can put 10,000 hours is one thing. But if you're not efficiently learning, efficiently learning it, those 10,000 hours, you might not be that good at it at the end. Mm. You know? But yeah, learning and continuation uh, is super important. And I look into tennis because I think tennis is the hardest sport to learn, in my opinion, because you one, if you stop playing, you can really just throw off your whole game. Like you're just immediately bad, immediately. Like it's not like basketball where you can just pick up the ball and shoot again after like two years or whatever. But like for tennis, you have to continuously practice. Can't miss a day. Mm. Can't miss a year. Can't cannot miss a year. You have to continuously practice. But yeah, that's how it is. Are you gonna do anything on that day? Do you have to work? I know it's federal, but you work at home. No, I'm not working that day. But I, I probably, I think my one of my close friends, uh, she graduated. Shout out to Terry. She got a PhD. So I don't know. Oh if snap, Doctor Terry. Something do something uh that day i said um i'm open to chill with them but i mostly uh do like a family celebration on sunday that's good that's nice man you're gonna be 30 soon man that's the vibe you know 30s 30s is the new 20s <laughs> yeah that's when you figure out how to spend money and you don't have to listen to people but yeah <laughs> yeah we're here for the maturity so you want to get into the first song of the week, bro? Yeah, what song you got? This song, this is, again, this is Bashing Dedication Night. So this you one is... Kanye? Uh, no, actually, I'm going to play one of your favorite artists of the decade. He came out with your favorite album of the decade, Mr. Frank Ocean. Yes. And this is from Blonde. This is Nights. Good, sir. Found you 
city round the clock Everybody needs you No, you can't make everybody equal Although you got Buku family You don't even got nobody being honest with you Breathe till I evaporated My whole body see through Transportation handmade And I know it better than most people I don't trust them anyways You can't break the law with them Get some good she have a calm night Shooters killing left and right Working through your worst night If I get my money right You know I won't need you And I tell you I hope the sack is full up I'm no I'm up Spend it when I get that I ain't trying to keep you Can't keep up a conversation Can't nobody read you Why your eyes well up Did you call me from a seance You were from my past life Hope you're doing well, bro I've been out here head first Always like the head first Signal coming in and out Hope you're doing well, bro Everybody needs you Everybody needs you This feel like a quaalude, no sleep in my body, ain't no in my body. New beginnings, uh, new beginnings, wake up high, the sun's going down, time to start your day, bro. can't keep being laid on, you know you need the money if you gon' survive, every night, every day, dropping baby off at home before my night. Every day, shut the fuck up. I don't want your conversation. Rolling marijuana, that's a cheap vacation. My every day, every night, every day. Patches the night up. Oh God, you should match it. It's that KO. No one light us till I f my 28th up. 1998, my family had the Acre. Oh, the legend. 
Cap at least six discs in the changer. Back on Boswell and Percy had it acting. Couple bishops in the city building mansions. Oh, the reverend. Preaching self-made millionaire status. When we could only eat at Shoney's on occasion. After Trina hit, I had to transfer campus. Your apartment, I didn't use this while I waited. Staying with you when I didn't have an address. Known you when I didn't own a mattress. Working on a way to make it out of Texas. Every night. And baby, I've been on you for my night. Yeah. You know I can hear none of this. Spend the night. My gosh. Wanna see Nirvana. Wanna die. Yeah. Wanna feel it out of the cool you can buy. And that was Frank Ocean Nights off of the 2016 release that is Blonde. Bastion, how you feeling, man? Did you enjoy the, the 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 track? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you're right. It is the, my favorite uh, album of the decade. It's like the best thing ever. I haven't heard the album in a very long time. Maybe more than a year. You know, we take a break at, because come on, it's like the album like four years in a row. But yeah, it's kind of great to listen to the nights and just how beautiful that beat is because that's the beat. The switch and everything, mm-hmm. just how it sounds, like like the bells and no drums whatsoever. It's like okay, this is this album is different. Then I had to restart the album from track one. So yeah, I do have fond memories of that song nights. Where, bro? Um, and we hope you all are having a lovely night here on ninety nine point five FM WBAI New York. Just in case if you don't know, this is Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. And once again, we are available on all podcasting platforms as well as our website, BlackSeinfeld.com, where we post up our latest and old episodes. So please, BlackSeinfeld.com. And if you'd like to shoot us a message, please shoot us an email at BlackSeinfeldNY at gmail.com. Once again, BlackSeinfeldNY at gmail.com. And all of our social medias, Black Seinfeld NY. That is for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Google Hangout, if that's still a thing. I think they're switching it up to something else. I don't remember. Duo, yeah. is it? Google Duo. Google Duo. I've never heard of Google Duo. I don't remember. I forgot. Uh, okay. Well, Bastion, a lot has happened within this year, and there's been a lot. There's a lot of anniversaries within this month. One of the anniversaries is, unfortunately, the um, the murder of George Floyd that happened um, this past Tuesday. It marked its um, year year anniversary, and it's crazy, bro, that how much how much stuff happened within this year, you know? Um, and because I remember I remember that Memorial Day weekend like it was yesterday, right? Like we were listening to, well, I was watching the versus battle, Beanie Man Bounty Killer. I was watching that fondly, and I remember watching that battle, and it was like the first battle where um, the two artists were together in the same room, and there was a lot of camaraderie, camaraderie amongst the people, right? Because um, we finally had something that was greater than ourselves, and we didn't know um, 
how deadly this thing was. So everyone was locked up and, you know, the versus battle came around and everyone started to have this camaraderie and we were all inside and, and everyone was, um, everyone was together. Like everyone would like, they would, they would make noise at 7 PM for, for all of the uh, essential workers, for all the health workers, for all, for all the essential workers as well, but specifically the health workers. Um, and then, man, the freaking weekend happened, and and freaking Amy Cooper called the cops on homie for for you know just bird watching at Central Park and telling her to to just keep keep her dog leashed. And then right after that, we we've seen we've witnessed. No, she's suing the state because no, she's suing her old company. Amy Cooper um, su suing the company. Why? Her her old company that fired her. <laughs> what suing her for what though? For what emotional distress or something or? Uh, I'm, no, just firing her off the grounds of um, social media. Oh, what? Well, that is it's a funny. Bother up. It, was, I, it just happened like a couple hours ago. Oh, That's really? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm not a lawyer, but I, I think she does have a case, though. I think she does have a case with that. No, you don't. You don't. She doesn't have a case. They can fire you on anything. I read read your contracts, bro. Whatever well, you sign, read your contracts. Oh, if if that's said, what the contract said. Then, then yes, because I remember in working Five Guys, they, they, they had a contract saying, yeah, we can fire you for anything, because yeah. the sky is right. blue. But if if Amy, if the, if they the had that con, if they have that contract too that they gave Amy, I know a lot of companies do. But if if they have that, then yes. If they don't, then you might have something. But anyways, yeah, like I said, the Amy Cooper thing happened, and then. That same day or the next day, we witnessed what we witnessed. And that's when everything shifted. That's when everything changed. And we've seen protests. We've seen protests break out to riots. We've seen global outpour. We've seen global support, global protests. We've seen everyone with their opinion on social media. And then we saw scapegoating, of course, and, and we've seen um, um, white people doing what white people do, and that's um, shifting, shifting the conversation, the real conversation, into something else, something, something that has nothing to do with the initial conversation. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's it's just crazy how time flies, man. Because next week it's. It's going to be June already. Like we're already halfway through the year. And it's crazy because it just feels like all of this stuff legit just happened yesterday. Yeah. And I, I do know what you mean, uh, especially the conversations and how the media portrayed everything. And something we said a couple of we um, weeks ago when we were talking about the case. Um, it's all about how the media handles the story because we will perceive it one way especially if it's just happening, then a week after we have more information, then we, we definitely understand what happened, right? Mm -hmm. But then you have to look at how the media will take the story and kind of wrap it around and change it halfway through. But for this situation, because of the footage was out, it's not like it was a body cam footage that they held for a couple months and released it right. and gave it to the media first and released everybody else so they could create the story out of it. It was just a full clip, very painful to watch. And you can't ignore what you saw. You can't ignore. There's nothing. There's no way where you could say that. Oh, if you did this better, this something will happen. Like just impossible. If you were saying that, then you're just ignoring the fact, and you weren't empathetic at all. 
you, you just don't care. Exactly. It was very concrete of this is very cut and dry right here. Um, so much so that a lot of um, that a lot of right wingers they they couldn't come up with anything. They were like, "Yeah, he does that. That did not deserve to to even go down, or that cop deserves to be fired, like one hundred percent, one hundred percent." And it seemed like at first, you know, every everyone was again together on this too. But of course, you know, we 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 saw what we saw. But um, I think that was a, a mixture of a lot of factors to a lot of things, right? I don't think it was only just because of um, that video where protests, where where the protests um, took place, and the amount of people that showed up. I think it was due to a lot of things too. I think it was due to the fact that a it's it's becoming. It was like around summertime already. I I count Memorial Day weekend for summer, so. Sue mm-hmm. me, it's been 90 degrees the past couple of weeks anyways. But I I also, I always th- say like once it gets hot, like there's always like some sort of chemical balance that goes on in people's head where we get a little bit crazy. Not going to lie. There's, there's a little bit of craze in the air. But also the fact that there's A, this pandemic going on. Everyone is at home. No one's working. Like, every, and, and it was summertime, bruh something was bound to happen. And so that's why you saw what you were able to see. And that's why there was, there was this global protest as well, because everyone was at home. Yeah. And they couldn't ignore it. It was Could not very ignore it. easy to walk outside and you'll be part of a protest. Well, easy. It's an understatement, kind of depending on where you are. We're from New York City, so we could just walk outside. Barclays, you know, not too far away from the station. Bam. Yeah protesting there and there's always protests in that area as well definitely um to this day but yeah one year since all that happened and i think it's important for people to know it's like it's not like george Floyd was a martyr you know it's not like he was fighting he was fighting for his life and they killed him you know and people using him it's like yeah he kind of no, he died for this. Like, no, no, no that's, he, that, that's not what happened. He just wanted to get something from the store, bro. That was it. He, he, he was trying to survive, and I think that's it. All kind of it kind of, it kind of plays into how the media. Here I go again talking about the media controls the narrative of the story, and they're really controlling his narrative now. A year later, talking about him as a martyr. Do you feel like the media is whitewashing? George Floyd, no, or the idea I, of George Floyd. No, I, I don't think so. It's more of a, li- a liberal perspective, mm-hmm. if anything. I don't think whitewashing would be the, the, the proper terminology, or it could be, um, depending on how you look at it. I, I think they were just reformatting the story to kind of fit their perspective, because you could say this and not have any type of police reform, right? Mm-hmm. They could like you talk to every senator, you talk to every congresswoman, congressman, everybody, right? And they will be aware and they acknowledge everything that happened on that day. And okay, what's next? What's the next steps? Like police reform is very important. Oh, you don't like the term um, defund the police? All right, you you don't like the term straight uh, straight up do something then. Right. Because that was the problem. They said, like, oh, the Democrats were losing a lot of uh, supporters because of the defund the, the police. Like, that's not true. That's not true. Like, everybody dislikes the police. You know, like I like we had multiple conversations. 
about like even poor white people hate the police because yeah. of how they're treated in in their situations. So you can't say that you know it's it's that's just like about like public perception at one point in time. So when you say that it's whitewashed, no, but I think they did change the story to kind of fit their narrative where they no longer have to say like oh, um, it's just it's versus the bad apple versus like we don't have to do police reform or defunding the police won't help anybody. Mm. That's what I think. It's a good question. Good perspective. I, I think this is something that we'll see, kind of see, especially during uh, the Biden administration. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the reason why, why I asked this as well, because I feel like um, there's always been this um, controlling of history, right? And how we write history and how we want history to be told, right? So like, for example, Martin Luther King, whenever it's Martin Luther King Day, He's just always the guy who had a dream, right? Where he was way more complex than that. Uh, he was the guy who in, within his last years of life said, hey, once I made that dream, I felt like I, I integrated my people in this burn, burning uh, building, right? Mm-hmm. And and I feel like it's not, it's of course, like race is a thing, but it's also a, a classist, it's a classism thing as well. Um, and then of course, MLK was, he was, he was very complex as well, right? He He was a dude who, um, for one, he was the face of the civil rights movement, but my man was out here slanging like Martin Luther King had mad girlfriends. Martin Luther King was, he was wilding. Oh, I was watching this. Um, I was watching I this documentary. What like, what are you getting at? No, but I'm saying, um, <laughs> for George Floyd, right? The narrative was like, oh, George Floyd, he was, he was this. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was, he was this guy, and and you know, George Floyd died for this, and and George Floyd is. Um, yeah, where, where, what you basically said, he, he's like this martyr. He's this he's this political figure when in actuality, he was just a dude, man. He just went to the store, tried to he tried to buy something. The bill yeah. might have been fake. And then the cop that he knew freaking put a knee down on him for nine minutes. Like, that's it. Like, he was just a person. Wrong place, wrong time. Like, that's the honest, true story of George Floyd. But then. You know, he just became like the poster child, the figurehead, you know? And I think it's hurtful uh, yeah. for the family, too. And, like, the family was just with Biden, uh, went to the White House and everything. Mm-hmm. And they turned that into the little photo shoot, you know, you know how liberals be on both ends. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's always painful to see, especially years from now, too. So we look two years, three years, five years, ten years. Um, we could look back and it's like, yeah, no, whatever happens in the future. I still think police reform is super necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funding of the police is super necessary because all that money, it's like, hey, you know, there's a lot of things that should be funded. And we're from New York City. And there's a million mm-hmm. things that need to be funded. That we look true. outside, it's like school is the number one thing. You know, we went to our public schools, went to college, and it's like, we, we still didn't learn much. We kind of had to grind our way to understand things within society. It will yeah. be much easier if we had the education about it in, in high school, right? Definitely. Definitely high school. I agree with high school. High, high school was a flop. My fashion flop ever was high school. But, <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, that, that's what I mean. That's it's all about the future and what they're going to do from this point on. That's kind of why we talk to make sure uh, we hold these people uh, accountable. accountable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's interesting that, that um talked about the police, too, because there are some changes happening with, with the police. And I don't know if you know this, Bastion, but... There's been a lot of police officers that have been 
retiring early because a they don't want to deal with any of this stuff that's going on too but um like it's gotten so bad where people don't even want to be police officers anymore that the test that you have to take to be police officers like especially here like in in new york city like those tests are now free because no Word. one wants did, to be police officers anymore did you have to pay for them before you had to pay for them before yeah to take the test yeah to take the test you had to okay. pay i like that ct Mm -hmm. but but now that you know those those numbers are decreasing and no one wants to become police officers they're offering those tests for free now so i think that's interesting too where um you know the the effect of everything that's that's been happening right um just cause and effect they it's can have a negative outpour with um the lack of community people um policing mm -hmm. but like we got to police the police at the same time, True. but it kind of goes back to like where most people from uh, NYPD come from. Like they're not from the city. Yeah, that is like, true. They're from outside. So like, but they're, they're so upstate. busy now. They want to stay outside. So it, yeah. it's very interesting to kind of look at that. The, the system within itself is broken and should be completely dismantled True. and rebuilt into something else. But uh, as of right now, nothing is going to happen. And I think either next week or the week after next week, we should have a discussion about the mayoral candidates leading into uh, people voting for their first top, the top five candidates. Mm -hmm. Then after that, we're going to have like, it was at the primary, choose your top five, then they yeah. will be able to campaign until election day um, for mayor of New York City. But also, Bastion, with, with the police as well, right? There are... Um... There's certain like schools that are um, canceling like the contracts for for police officers to be in the schools, and I believe don't quote me on this though. I believe the pride parade. I believe for the pride parade, they don't want the police there. Really? Yeah, man. You can look that one up. I'll re I'll relook one that that one up just to make sure. Very interesting. I think they have to be there due to like permit and float, right? And I once do you have too. a float, you need permit. I do too. But let, let me just read. Wait, this every up. time we're at the Parkway, was oh for Labor Day, right? Labor Day, yeah, yeah. Labor they Day there. weekend, they they like they're there because of the floats. Mm -hmm. But then they're arresting people. If they were, then it's, it's, it's going to turn up. But, That's why they had to cut Labor Day into like a multi, uh, to like, yeah, what, Juve and all that. Yeah, to one day, like too many people were getting killed. Too many people were getting killed. But see, for me though, when it comes to that that parade, right? Especially, you know what they do? They bring in all the Caribbean cops. I don't know if you were there, la well, not last year, the year before. I was there, yeah. All the Caribbean cops were there. And I was thinking, yo, where the hell are y'all at? Because whenever I'm around a community, it's all, it's all you know, it's, it's, it's people that look like they're not from the neighborhood. But when it's the, when it's the Caribbean parade and all that, when it's the Labor Day parade, y'all want to shuffle out all the, all the Caribbean cops, man. I appreciate that. I like to say it's coincidence, but I don't think so. I, I kind of, you brought that up um, two years ago. I did, because that around. irked me, because I noticed I, it. I noticed it too, honestly. Hmm. Hmm. Funny. Funny how. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah they did ban them. I'm, I'm yeah I'm reading New York Times. Yeah, they banned them. They officially officially banned them. Very interesting. Oh, they can't do that for Juve though. Nah, don't do that for Juve. Are we even <laughs> gonna get Juve this year? I mean, if we yeah, get we the pride parade, we definitely getting it. One hundred percent. We gonna uh, do? You want to go? 
I have no idea. Hey, well, you should up. let them know, though. You should let your, your job know. You are a Caribbean man, and it should be required. Labor days you off, Get those bro. days off. All right, cool. I'm just saying, man. Like, I'm just saying. You should just, just off GP, general principle. You're right. I never had a job that allowed me to have Labor Day off. <laughs> really? Oh, Not yeah. I'm off. thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, about this, it. This is America. Um, every other country in the world will ha allow you to have Labor Day off, but... Mm -hmm. uh, not 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 this one. You know what's crazy? Cause the um, when I used to work at Five Guys, I let them know off rip. Hey, Labor Day, I need that off, please. I'm a Caribbean man. Like I just, I just need that day off, and they always gave that to me off. Yeah, you, you asked for it. Yeah, true. I, I don't have the same care that you, as you do, because I'm like workaholic. I just work all year round. But yeah, yeah, that's how it be sometimes. Word. I feel you. I feel you, man. So, so we get to the next song of the week. Yeah, let's let's get into it. What what do you got for us? Um, I have two that I'm thinking about playing. Um, one is Conway the Machine, JID, and Ludacris. Um, Scattered Brains, and the last one is um Eugene McDaniel, which was your pick. Um, Supermarket Blues. Which yeah, one would you like Eugene to hear? Eugene track. It's okay. it's wild. Did you listen to it? I actually did. Yeah, it's a uh, it's so I relatable. Yeah, it goes it goes well with the topic that we just had too, right? I told you how I pick my songs. It's all about how we you know we put things together. But I didn't really I kind of half ass planned this episode. It's but okay. We, we, <laughs> You're busy, but see, I got we're the doing music well. Out. We're doing well. Yeah, yeah. All right, so here's Eugene McDaniel's Supermarket Blues. <laughs> Slammed my hand down on the cashier and said, excuse me, please. But I bought this can of pineapple the other day. When I got it home, it was a can of peas. God damn. If I'd one of those, I'd have picked my nose and strolled on in the back to the vegetable freeze, uh-huh. Just then, the supermarket manager hit me from behind. Brought me to my knees, y'all. I got the supermarket blues, and it's really much more than I can ever use, yeah. I got the supermarket blues, if I could choose, it's really them I'd like to lose. When I came to, sirens were wailing away. When I touched my face, my hand turned red. As I struggled from the floor, the crowd called out for more. Some old lady kicked me in the head. God damn. For God's sakes, lady, I only want to trade a can of peas for a lousy loaf of bread, uh-huh. Just then, a cop rushed in and joined the fun. Threatened my life with some lead, y'all. Supermarket blues, it's really much more than I can ever use. Yeah, yeah. I got the supermarket blues. 
Supermarket Blues, Eugene McDaniel, bashing a very appropriate song to play after the discussion we just had. <laughs> yeah, it's a very interesting song. I just, um, I have title. They kind of mix music. This is a bunch of '70s music, so sometimes it creates a, a mix for me. And I find interesting artists from the past. Yeah, and Eugene McDon- uh, McDaniel. Man, a lot of this stuff sounds um he seems like like an architect for for what the sound is today with a lot of jazz artists today, um like a Thundercat, um a little bit of Flying Lotus too. You get to you get I listen to the to the influence. All those guys are architects, and I promise you um whenever you talk to those like I like the tech people, uh techno they will talk about like they listen to like free bass jazz or just different types of jazz just to understand how rhythms work mm. and just perfect. So I, I don't, it's not the same as it used to be. I understand that, but uh, they still have the old techniques and those recipes are still around to this day. To this day. So, Bastion, we, we only got a couple minutes left, man. Where do you want to go into this? Do you want to talk some music first? Do you want to talk NBA? What do you got for music? Well, music, um, we have a J. Cole update. Um, mm-hmm. J. Cole is ending his career with the Rwanda Patriots. Oh, yeah. Wait, what was that? Yeah. He finished his contract. He finished his contract, and he has, he has family obligation and has finished his run with a whopping five points, three assists, and five rebounds in 45 minutes coming off the bench. So... You know, shout out to J. Cole for living his dreams, you know, for, for playing in, 
in in a professional league of basketball. So you know, shout out to Jay Cole. Bashin, what are, what are your thoughts? There is no thoughts. I don't care. It's weird. Rwanda of all places. It's like we really weird. Um, politically, like come on, like Rwanda, really. I'm, I'm assuming you never liked Hotel Rwanda. That's a complex story, bro. It's it's so deep, man. Like the things that's going on over there right now. Oh no, I was talking about the movie, but okay. Yeah, come on. It's a good movie, yeah. But still, it's like Rwanda, really. Anyways, no name will be upset. Any, <laughs> just more jokes. But he he, he sold a lot of on uh, his first week. Did very well with his album. I think he hit the new record for this year, like the most streams within a week or whatever. Yeah, he did. He did break that record. So you know, shout out to J Cole. You know, doing your thing. So have fans. People love his music. I I don't. I don't care. But he has fans, and that's good for him. That's how it be sometimes. Uh, uh, all right, there you have it. Okay, and finally we have a bow wow versus but oh wait one more song one more one more uh we're probably gonna talk about next week anyway let's talk about uh, bow wow bow wow <laughs> versus challenge and i think this is a good this is a good battle bashin this this right here you have two legends in their own right one is the first viral internet sensation in soldier boy and bow wow okay little bow wow the um, he was a kid that a lot of us wanted to be when we were young, all right? And they do have records together as well, so 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 that's a thing. And, you know, they, they both have hits for days. So I think this is a really good battle. I'm very relieved in the fact that Romeo is not in this battle. I, he better not be making any sort of cameos. I don't want to see it. I don't want him there. He's going to do ICDC College. That's a no-no, but Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy should be something that um, that's going to be a talked-about battle, Bastion. Because honestly, this is a battle for us. This is a battle for the kids that grew up around that era. Okay, because I'm seeing a lot of the old heads talk. They're like, "Ugh, Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. This, 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 this isn't hip hop. This isn't. This isn't going to be a, a great battle. But for us, this is. This is. This re. This is um." This is for our childhood right here. This is what yeah. it is. I'm getting like major, major flashback of just like listening to Soldier Boy and like loving Crank That. Still like classic song. I, I never want to listen to it. But it's super yeah, never classic. Again. Never again. Uh, but it's like a really perfect song for mm -hmm. when it came out. Yeah. And but like to be like, oh, you know, Soldier Boy, you know, Crank That. That's pretty much it. It's like, no, he actually started. He had, he had a lot of hits. Mm hmm. Top Yo, about me, the bay, turn my swag on. Kiss me through the phone was like That's wow. That was uh when I had the Nokia 5300 mm -hmm. uh phone and it had great speakers and I was listening to that. That was kind of like my OG, like listening to music on the streets phone. I didn't have earbuds. Soldier Boy helped usher in the whole ringtone era. You know? The ringtone. You made a lot of money through the ringtone. Hell and yeah. The whole digital. It's like the ringtone era is interesting because it kind of changed how music sounded like. Definitely. It almost sounded like they're using 16-bit type music, 8-bit mm -hmm. type music for like from a video game. So it's like these very quick uh, 
synthesized piano type beats like dun, 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 dun. you know it's, it's, i think it's easier to crunch it for your cell phones back then compared to now now you could just like put a whole song right no problem no problem cut and paste like no way you're buying like if anybody's buying a ringtone they're, they're whack they're garbage for that like what are you doing bro Song. But also, you know, Soldier Boy, he's like he's like the godfather of of becoming a viral sensation on the internet as a rapper, you know. Um he was like one of the first I guess you'd call A with with um with with line dances, of course like the Soldier Boy and all that stuff. Like he was TikTok and, and all that stuff before TikTok. You feel me? Um of course we've had like dances prior to Soldier Boy, but but what happened with with Soldier Boy and, and his crank that is the fact that a lot of people started adding on to the Soldier Boy. So everyone came out with their own versions of crank that's. I don't know if you remember this, Bastion. That crank that um, Spider Man, um, crank that Batman. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like Those everyone, are... everyone started creating their own versions of a crank that. You feel me? And that's that's funny. Th you brought that up, mm -hmm. but those never survived the the test of time. Oh hell no. To crank that superman which is very interesting mm -hmm. that's a whole essay right there that bro. is a whole essay right there but you know it's it's the same thing with tiktoks right where one person comes out with the dance and then you know other people mimic it and they add their own stuff to it that you know that's that's a that's a playbook of soldier boy he came out with his own stuff and then everyone came out and and you know that was a whole that was a whole phase sure it only lasted like a year or two tops Two years, bro. Two, Two years. It's a single had to pop off. Then yes. the dance had to pop off. Then mm -hmm. the video, no, video dance, MTV. Then the remixes. Then the internet. No, YouTube popping off with mm -hmm. that. It, it was perfect timing, bro. Yeah. You could not beat that. Mm -hmm. And Soldier Boy just had like the ego for it. And also, like, I got my bathing apes. You can't forget that song. Hell yeah. I got me some bait. I got I got me some bathing apes. And then remember, um, he 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 did the Dougie. My Dougie? My Dougie. My Dougie? My Dougie. I'm fresh. I'm fresh. And then what happened after that? Teach me how to Dougie. Teach me, teach me how to Dougie. See, stop playing Soldier Boy, man. Draco, Soldier. She make it clap. Clap, 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 clap. See, and Soldier Boy came out with another number one, bro. Stop playing Soldier Boy, bro. Stop playing Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy's the realest. Stop playing him. All right, let's bounce out and talk about Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Okay, yeah, you're right. Bow Wow. Um, listen, we are strictly talking about Bow Wow. We are not talking about Shad Moss, okay? Because Shad Moss is corny. But Bow Wow, this kid right here, Bow Wow, he 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 was a kid that every every guy wanted to be at one point when you were young, okay? Because Lil Bow Wow, his songs were just so infectious. It was very catchy. Um, countless hits, man. Countless hits. When he was a little ass kid, up until a teenager, like he was killing the game. He was in movies. Like I, I remember he was on the Millennium Tour, right? Uh, Mike talks about it all the time. Um, Millennium Tour being one of the most, like, um lucrative tours ever because it was bow wow i believe b2k was there as well but like bow wow was like the main attraction so yeah man you got to give it up to bow wow bro well little bow wow because little bow wow had so many so many hits man kids just wanted to be little bow wow or just be his friend um you can't forget like mike you can't forget about that movie and the success that was all right. It was one of my favorite movies as a kid because that that movie came out in like 2002, 
right? And I think that's what a lot of these old heads keep forgetting, right? Is because, you know, people our age and stuff, we were kids when Bow Wow was hot in these streets, all right? And he had he had good songs too. I never had nobody show me all the things that you could show me in the special way you feel when you homie. <laughs> and that's about Bow Wow. But yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. It's very interesting to be young. And as you said, you wanted to be him. You know, yeah. he's... Everything want to be and all that stuff. Once you kind of figure out like how to become a rapper, it's like, oh, okay, Bow Wow is the way to become a rapper, you're right? Damn and you right. listen to his music, you're like, wow, he's doing this music video that. But he's in retrospect, in like hindsight, just looking back, uh, with twenty twenty one eyes, he's a hardworking kid. Yes, that's a lot of work. Hell you know, yeah, it's it's as hard as being like a Disney kid. Like you're out there on tour making music. Uh, Jermaine Dupree mm-hmm. is helping you out, like just balance your character all around. Uh, it's kind of different from you know. I always joke about industry plants. Like he worked harder than harder than any industry plant. Because <laughs> you can't you can't be a kid and be an industry plant. It's possible. It's like you're a kid. You're you're doing this. Mm-hmm. You're industry plant because you're a kid, and they kind of prepped you up for adulthood as in the uh, industry plant. That's kind of my joke to it. Mm. I never just letting people know I never take the industry plant conversation serious. I just love the word industry plant. Got but it. Other, uh, other than that, I think Bow Wow is uh, very hardworking. Yeah. And he's done so much for the culture. Like, the, I think he's the one that brought little Bow Wow to that such a high level mainstream. You're not the first little anything. Of I understand not. that. You have Lil Wayne, of course. Yeah. There's littles throughout hip hop. But Lil for John. To, to take it to like, the like the super mainstream level mm-hmm. that's what i think is he was beyond hip-hop at one point in time hell yeah he was he's practically a pop star yeah for a short period but it's in like music it's a long time it, i think probably like three four years but and you have to think about the longevity bow wow has had in his career like bow wow was popping since like 2000 right and yeah. he survived at least up until like 2010 at least and then he was doing the movies things too. He had like Mike. He was in Johnson's Family Vacation. And then the last like really great. Oh, he was in Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Remember that? He was in that. Yeah. And non canon. It was no. It's canon now, bro. It's can. Sure. That's a whole sure. nother thing. I don't even want to get into that. Maybe next week because that irked me. That trailer mm-hmm. irked me to death. But anyways, he was in Tokyo Drift. And I think he's going to be in the new Fast and Furious too. I think he's in nine. But also, um, I think the last the last movie that I remember Bow Wow being in was the only Tyler Perry movie that I actually liked. And that was Big Happy Family. You like that one? Yeah, because Tiana Taylor. Oh, that movie was more of a mess than Family Reunion, which is the one I like. <laughs> uh, there's Funeral... There's a funeral in the family. I think There's that was the f- last one I I kind of enjoyed. Nah, I I like um Big Happy Family because because Tiana Taylor is in it. She did the Byron. That was that was hilarious to me. I thought that was great. So who do you think got this battle? Man, this is hard. This Bastion, this is hard. This is not as concrete as I as, think it's more as Bow Wow and Lil Romeo would be because Bow Wow Bow Wow got hits, bro. But Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, man. Soldier Boy got hits though. Soldier Boy has like has has like time changing hits, bro. But also Bow Wow got got slaps too. Like he got Let Me Hold You. You feel me? 
he, he got, has a lot of guest verses as well. That too. Other stuff. That so, too. Soulja Boy does too. You know what? I think I have to listen to all their music again because these are artists I don't listen to on a regular basis. Of course like, we don't. At one point in time, I did. Exactly. It's the nostalgic thing. I'm is. Bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, that, was right. like my... that was the Romeo diss. Remember that? Oh, my God. So Say, you that ain't song... right. You ain't right. You ain't bumping like I'm bumping. You ain't saying nothing. Oh, you ain't. Oh, man. Romeo, how dare you try to come at Bow Wow? Hold on. This is for little Ro Romeo. What were you going to do in this battle? Seriously, what were you going to do in this battle? Hypothetically, if you got the okay for the versus battle, right? Tell me, what were you going to do? ICDC College, um, the Romeo theme Dude, song it was from Nickelodeon. To promote his next album. We're not listening to his album, Bastion. He's trying to get back into the mainstream. No, bro. just it's come pretty out. hard to come back. It is come out with the DeVry commercial or something. Hey, these rappers that had everything lined up for them don't know how to make music like <laughs> like back then. You know, it's it's just really different. It's but, a different uh, sound. It's a different of, time. In terms of Soldier Boy versus uh, Bow Wow, I think Bow Wow might have a slightly bigger pool. In, into this i don't know i can't really compare their fans i do think this is a very good versus battle a I very good versus it. battle um I'm just keep thinking about it it's like I, I don't know it's not like it's like eminem versus soldier boy it's not like of that course it's like not. these are like this is a pretty good balance question so, bastion yeah. do you think they should play the the clip where bow wow was talking about soldier boy remember when they were beefing um no not really like they were hip-hop beefing but it wasn't real real it's not as real as romeo versus bow wow because that's like two oh yeah kids that was some real ish i get confused for each other sometimes nah <laughs> no they weren't at one point in time yes yes they were at one point in time yes oh um, hold on hold on, hold on. no you can put up the pictures all you want they're both short kids that have braids no no listen listen oh, listen Woo! they gotta play this in the beginning world star what up pete so my last blog, I said that I was done with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I said I wasn't going to go back and forth with the little homie. First off, Bastion, I don't know if you remember the video, but, but Bow Wow's in the front, is front and center, right? And in the background, he has like three of his friends trying to be all intimidating. But the problem with, is with this video, they just don't seem to care about this at all. Like, they seem done with it. Let me continue. <laughs> but um, I look up. And I see, you know, shout out to the to the homie Ski. You know what I'm saying? Now he done called up Ski to give him a little interview. So in the interview, he talking reckless. He say he going to end my career. But see, dog, this is the difference between you and I. You can't end my career, my nigga. You can't. I work hard. I work over hard. I've been working since you was even thought of. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Since five, I'm, I'm about to turn 22. I've been working non-stop. Non-stop. Consistent hit records. Consistent arena tours. Consistent everything. Consistent serving the youth and serving my fans and your fans with heat. Don't forget, the only reason why you in the game is because of me. Ever since crisscross, there hasn't been another young cat to come along and fill that void. I made that opportunity and I made that possible all over again. Mm. So if that never would have happened, mm. you wouldn't even be here, nigga. Mm. And I told myself, I'm not, I'm going to tone it down. I swear to God, I'm going to tone it down. I'm going to tone it down. 
Oh man, we get, they have to play this. They have to play this in the beginning, bro. I completely forgot about that. I don't that even remember why they were video. beefing. I don't remember. I remember. I remember Ice T and Soldier Boy was beefing. Remember that? I I yes because hip. Oh, here's my Kanye ex Kanye stand bag again. Kanye wrote a blog about that. Um, that's like, oh yeah, like the the Soldier Boy IC incident. Yeah, Soldier Boy is right. <laughs> yeah. You agree with Soldier Boy? Yeah, bro. I agree with Soldier Boy. I agree like, with Soldier Boy too. He's like, man, I'm I'm trying to feed my family, all that stuff. You talking about all this? Oh, oh, he killing hip hop. Blah, blah, blah. See, I remember that Soldier Boy wasn't killing hip hop. He just created a new lane of hip hop, man. He just created a new, a new lane, lane of people in... to eat. Yeah, bro. And see, who is I? And and I I I I feel this within my heart of hearts, man. All due respect to Ice T, but like, bruh, we just know you now from from SVU, bro. That's me and at his least. Wife Coco and Coco. That's it. <laughs> that's they have it. The reality TV show, but I yeah, that, that. that's how it is. Mm -hmm. Evolution of all time. Uh, we move on to the next thing. Exactly. And he's right. Like since Chris Rock, Lil Bow Wow was like the last kid that could actually do this. Now any kid that's tried to do it is kind of just weird and fake. Yeah, like memeified on Instagram. Sammy, we are. We don't, I don't remember what happened to Sammy. Um, who's that young? Who's that black kid who's trying to be like like Maddie B raps and he just singing, like he's taking old hip hop tracks and just flipping them, but he's singing. Do you know that kid? The, like Maddie B. Yeah, you remember Maddie B raps? He was this the like kid that sings like the soul music. Yes, like, that weird kid. No, yes, weirdo. Freddie Gibbs keep posting him. Because he. You're weirdo. I don't know. It's weird to talk. It's like messed up to say kids are weird, but it's like, yeah, yeah. Best of luck to that kid. Vibe. Nah, man. He's just trying. Best of luck to that kid, but I just don't think he <laughs> sings well at the moment. He, he could probably improve within age, you know? I like how we're not saying their name, which is perfectly fine because yeah, we, we don't need the audience to understand. The, yeah, it's, it's not the, for the, the, the older the, folks to understand, but for y'all to, un if y'all, y'all know, yeah. Let's go back. But, Let's go um, back. Soldier for, people, Boy. for the listeners, you know, think about it. Bow Wow's been around for a very long time, longer than Soldier Boy. Yes. And it's just been around multiple eras compared to Soldier Boy, who's been around maybe like two, two eras. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to say. I, not hard to say. This is my opinion. I think Bow Wow's going to win. That's 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 all I'm going to say. I mean, I, I wouldn't argue against that. Not at all. Because Bow Wow, he, he got hits. He just, see, my thing with, with um versus i just don't want to i just don't want to hear any new records from bow wow to be perfectly honest i don't i do i, I don't mind why uh, not i i bring I their mind. career back bring their careers back <sighs> if it just up and left them without them uh knowing don't say them because because soldier boy is out here okay you draco soldier my man had a number one okay yeah draco That's Let's move on. All right, man. NBA playoffs are in full effect. We are in round one of the playoffs. We just witnessed the Knicks um, tie up the series against Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, Bashing, yep. please. How do you feel right now? I know it's you feel funny. good. It just happened a couple hours ago from when we were recording this, and it was just a very difficult game especially in the first half uh this is not an overview overrun it's just like 
um, when you're emotionally invested in a team, especially one team, unlike other people, um, you just watching them, especially for the playoffs, you, you just feel like you're part of that. Like you're getting the ball past you, and you're making that, and you're missing that shot. You just feel bad. Yeah, especially so it's when always... it's been an eight-year hiatus for for that team too, because you know they take L after L, and they don't understand or know what it's like to be winners. You know, they don't understand what it's like to be part of a dynasty. Well, the thing is, you know? this is a brand new team. Like, there's no player from the past on that team, mm. so it doesn't really matter. You know, franchises change all the time. Franchises' uh, face change all the time, and our face right now is the most approved player of the year. Is that uh, Julius Randle? And, you know, he didn't show out at all last game. Mm-hmm. And he definitely didn't show out the first half, but he he came back in the third quarter and he played well in the in the fourth quarter. And we're kind of glad to see that he was back and vibing yeah. and we ended up winning the game 109, 101 to 92. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy he didn't have um, Paul George syndrome. No, for, for me, what I think is this was his first playoff game, but the problem was, like, Nerves. when you have other rookies. Mm-hmm. Um, this is yeah his second playoff game, but when you have like other rookies like just playing better than him, and he just looks like he's like the old Zach Randolph when he used to do the spin move and just lose the ball in the paint, you're like, come on, bro, what is this? You just you just won the most improved player. Like we need the new. Oh, I keep saying Zach Randolph. Julius Randall. Oh, Julius Randall. And it's like, yo, we need the new improved Julius Randall. Like, what's going on? So it, it was just very difficult to watch it because at one point in time, Knicks was down like 17, 15 points or so. I remember that. And they just came around and they played. They played lights out. They played you their know, hearts Burks, out. Burks came out you know, shooting over Toppin. Shout out to over Toppin. Um, it's just fun being a Knicks fan. That's just how it is in New York. Um, like, we don't care about Nets. Like, they're cool to watch. You know, Kevin Durant is still one of my favorite players of all time. He's, like, very fun to watch. I think his game is just immaculate. Kyrie Irving is super cool. James Harden is just nasty. But I don't care about the Nets. I like to watch them play. Like mm. those are all my favorite players, all in one team. Why, why, why would I not want to watch them? I understand, you know, but you know but, the Nets over but, here. You know, which they don't got right the now. same love as the Knicks. The Knicks, like the crowds are out. Nets won two games. They they're not out there like they are in MSG that's right not now. True. They're that's, going crazy. They're in going. MSG. Listen, man. The the no, Barclays is home. out here. Barclays, the Barclays is out they here. went home. They went to Shake Shack. They got a bite from Shake Shack across the street or Chick Fil A. Right? Chick Fil A, right? They got the little extra sauce packets because now they're limiting. So you have to go Chick Fil A multiple times a week now. Yeah, they are short on the sauce, bro. Because you know you're going to have so much mustard, right? And now they just like you know the train station's right there. They just go home, all right. But MSG, you're in the city. It's gonna take a while to go home. Might as well stay and party and celebrate. Right? Well, and I understand celebrate. why, Bastion. It's because y'all taking so much L after L. You know where Brooklyn just came out of no, nowhere and took one, your took the star that y'all wanted. Okay, in New York y'all wanted Kevin 20. Durant. Okay, y'all wanted Kyrie to come on the New York team, but they are on the New York team. They're on the new New York team, Brooklyn. It's where we're, it's where it's at, Bastion. And you should stop talking all this ish about Brooklyn, Bastion, because you for 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 more or there less a you're now with a Brooklyn three man. Super, there's a team with two superstars and an all star, right? 
and a bunch of old run rundown all stars, right? But hey, they're 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 now invigorated once again. Look at your precious Derrick Rose. He's back on the Knicks. He's doing well now. Look at Bra oh, yeah. Blake Griffin. Derrick Blake... Rose changed his entire game. Exactly. Blake he Griffin almost is turning six man of the year. And Blake Griffin is turning back the clock now that he's with the Nets no, because he's that's what not. he does. He's as watched. Did as you he was watch in last Detroit. game, Bastion? Two dunks is, still makes you watch, bro. No, it's it fine. does not. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. He, it's he's washed, bro. It's okay to admit he's washed. He's not washed, Bastion. Okay, he, he sure he may not be the same dominant Blake Griffin that we've seen in the Clippers and all that stuff, but hey, you know he's he's still effective. Okay, when you and have so many mid-range shooters on the team, it doesn't make sense why he's on the team. Speaking of effective, Andre Drummond, who who helped out tremendously last night, well, two nights ago because it is Thursday, with the Lakers tying up the series against the good Phoenix question, Suns. Good question. Yes. Well, before, before you continue talking about Andrew Drummond, Andre do you Drummond. watch do you, Andre Drummond? Um, do, do you watch basketball? What kind of question is this, Bastion? I don't know because you talk about Andre Drummond, and I could tell you anybody, the listeners out there, will tell you that no one cares about Andrew Drummond. Andre, Andre Drummond. Drummond. No one cares about him. He's not good. You know, he ha doesn't have any real post moves. Yes, last night he had a good game. He had a good game, man. But I was, you know, I, I'm a busy guy, you know, but I was watching Lakers. I watched probably Lakers' last 15 games on TV mm -hmm. and the highlights and stuff. And I'm just looking at this guy just, what is he doing? He's See? a stat patter, bro. He will catch his own offensive rebounds. Three times, that's plus three, then score two. Or he won't even score. So all you see is a plus three on his offensive rebounds. Then you say, hey, Sebastian, look, 12 rebounds. Like, yeah, three of them is his and all for one play. It all happened in two see, seconds. You see, Bastion, it's all part of strategy. See, you see the strategy. last 15 that's games, Bastion. He's a stat right? pattern. Dude, this we complain about stat padding the same way we complain about Russell Westbrook at one point in time. All right? Passion. This is the playoffs. Triple double. Let okay. me look at the sheet. Let me look at the paper. How many? How many assists to a, my next triple double? Stat padding, bro. That's all I had to say. Bastion, none of this matters because this is the you. playoffs. The playoffs, people play differently, okay? Andre Drummond found something within within himself to contribute I more to this for team. The Suns to beat them. Are you crazy? Two. Are Suns you crazy? Are Suns and Six. Bastion, do you really want to go through this again? Let's not let's not forget what happened last year, okay? Let's not forget, okay? How about your Clippers, huh? How about Kawhi and PG-13? How are they doing, huh? Oh, oh, oh. They're it's getting not my washed. Clippers. It was just my storyline because I really wanted um, <laughs> I really wanted uh, Kawhi to win back-to-back -back on two different teams. It would have been great, Bastion. like a great movie. Bastion, real question, honest question here. The Clippers you... is garbage. They're gonna lose uh, four zero though. <laughs> I, yeah. I won't be mad if they get swept. I'm like, oh, that's kind of yeah. on you. Um, honest question though, real honest question. Do you really want to go down this road again, Bastion? Do you remember what happened last year? Do you remember with with all of this this talk, this this trash talk that you had about the Lakers? Name the starting five of Lakers last year. Okay, LeBron. You had AD, you had Kyle Kuzma, um, you had... Did Kuzma start? Yeah, he started. Okay. Anyways, Bastion, like I said before, do you really want this to happen again? Nice drive.
Do you want this to happen again, Bastion? I told you what was going to happen last year. You laughed me out of the building. You and Mike laughed me out of the building. I'm going to make this bold prediction right now, Bastion. You ready? Finals. Your reigning defending champion, the Los Angeles Lakers against... I don't know. I don't really care, but I would want it to be the Nets, to be honest. Perfectly honest. What about you? What, what would you want the finals to be? The finals? Yes. Uh, Phoenix versus Knicks. Let's go. All right. And realistically, what do you think the, the finals going is going to be? Phoenix versus Knicks. This is going to be CP3's time. He's no, no. I'm not just... talking about your dreams, Bashin. Okay. FBO dreams. I'm talking happen. about realistically. What do you think? the the finals is going to be i already told you knicks versus suns that's that's the way it's going to be or jazz maybe jazz maybe jazz okay anyways the but real suns, suns definitely going to beat uh la in, in uh in six okay so the real um finals we'd want to see is la versus brooklyn think that would be an interesting matchup you have the big three versus you know the big team Literally, that is the Los Angeles Lakers. You Laker. think Nets could be beat Milwaukee? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do, Bastion, because I'm a believer in my team. I'm a believer in Brooklyn. Bastion, you should be ashamed of yourself because you're a Brooklyn man now too, okay? How often do you I'm come not, around Brooklyn, huh? You, not, you not, have a space. Not as much as I'm in Queens. You have a space in Brooklyn, okay? Yeah. You have a cat in Brooklyn, all right? So? You have a whole life in Brooklyn. I'm in Brooklyn. Your partner's here in Brooklyn, all right, yeah. you drive around Brooklyn all the time. You know your I way around Brooklyn. Brooklyn. You are a Brooklyn man now, Bastion. You need to stop I'm, acting like it. I spend most of my hours in my room in Queens, bro. So relax. You need to start acting. I'm literally like recording it. live in Queens. That's how I began the show. What did I say? Recording live in Queens, GM Brooklyn. What's yeah, up? but guess what? When you're not recording in Queens, guess where you are a lot of the time, and you don't even tell me that you're in Brooklyn, Bastion. But you're always in Brooklyn, and you know it. Not as much as you It's think. your but birthright, Bash. I'm going to put this... Birthright, please. Anyways, I'm going to put this to bed. Welcome. This this is Black Seinfeld. Beautiful, beautiful, hot weather. Uh, Memorial weekend, Black Seinfeld episode. Birthday weekend, Bash. Black Seinfeld episode. <laughs> if you want to see more of us, go on BlackSeinfeld.com. And we're also on social media, Black Seinfeld NY and Twitter. If you have any questions, want to reach out to us, uh, BlackSignfieldNY at gmail.com. Gio, what's the last song of the day? Last song is going to be Scatterbrains, Conway the Machine, JID, and Ludacris. I don't know. I might cut off the Ludacris part because the Ludacris part isn't the best. It blows. it blows. It blows. He should just stick to driving. And, hey, he got his braids back, so maybe the braids is going to help him, you know, get some of his rapping skills back. But, Anyways, here's Scatterbrain, Conway the Machine, J.I.D., and Ludacris. Take care, everyone. Peace. Peace. Yeah.
packs in the mail, packs on the road. Connect FaceTime, said he just said the last of my load. The shit on my neck that come from the packs that I sold. I never went platinum or gold. You still fuck with him and you know he a rat and he told. Love when a nigga talk stupid because that's when shots run down and he clap at his pole. Trust me, that doesn't bode well for a nigga. It's gonna be victims. I'm a street nigga, boy, you know the difference. Hand around the throat of the rap game and I'm bold constricted. My soul is missing in the top spot. I got soul position. Man, this hoe is tripping. She think I want to taste some soup. Yeah, I ain't tasting shit like a cold resistance with a cold 45 gold edition i'm a dope magician digging disappearing if i hear him dissing killer engineering killer nigga mixing in the six digging still flipping nixon second strike they finna billy clinton red and white he got the blues turn him into food everybody grip a biscuit running lights inside the city limits i'm excited my little shout she edition we inside of something simple with suicidal finish the sentence door closed chop your head off a chicken more is cold if i'm talking i'm clicking lights flicking tell him hold your position money motivated mind on the mission straps in the lap in the pack got a lock on the back of the cabinet those i lit a match for the torch in the game for the real again it's only the fake it exposed scraping the plate breaking the bowl making the shake taking it home i'm in the a with the case so come on if you're crazy cold ass world going out guns blazing going out guns blazing cold ass world gonna get done flagrant world gone mad even my son baby i'm in my bag i'm done playing with you getting rich outside like a space in the 80s spot jumper like tracy mcgrady 10 chains on to get no face looking crazy i still get a paycheck from shady <laughs> Yeah, I got my reasons, yeah. My little niggas is demons, yeah. They pull up and shoot for no reason, yeah. I got my reasons, yeah. I got my reasons, I got my reasons. I got my reasons, yeah. 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 So thirsty, you drinking poison. Again, you ain't gangster. Stop kidding around, bring the toys in. Again, loot is your daddy. You should be happy I'm giving you playtime. But none of you rappers could see me, not even if I was to pick up on FaceTime. You wasting time hating on another one. You know you could be making money yourself. Well, featherweights, I make them levitate. Get spanked with the heavyweight belt. Well, and the crowd goes wild. Creed 2, tell them throw in the towel. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Like Rick James, have a coke and a smile. Off your couch and your whole existence. You're leaving your family in the kids' defense list. Head to an early grave now you dead and broke life beat them senseless get it bow down to rap's dignitary cause luda always been a visionary i always knew you was a bitch so i just read your obituary looking yeah i got my reasons yeah my little niggas is demons yeah they pull up and shoot for no reason yeah